Welcome back to another episode of Stained Crown with your hosts, Elvis Ramos and Joey Chavez. For the video format, you can also watch on youtube.com forward slash I am Elvis tattoo. Enjoy. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. Crownthecity.com. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another podcast. Uh, we got Joey in the house as welcome, usual. Welcome, what's up? Joey, what's we up? got Jordan in the house. Yeah. And we have special guest, Tori Lancaster. You. What's up, guys? So uh, up? today we're going to get to know Tori. Um, let's see. Alkaline athlete, tattoo collector by some pretty intense artists. Yes, so uh, I, I, work. we want to get to know. Can't stop looking at his arms. Right. Thank you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, for me, I uh, I grew up with just, you know, tattoos in my family. My dad's been blasted way before it was a thing. And, you know, I've always been raised to think tattoos are very normal. So I didn't get, you know, really any work done until I was right at 18. I collected my first piece. And, uh, yeah, man, ever since then, I was just connected with wanting to find good work. You know, I like artists that really just have craftsmanship. And uh, nice. yeah, I've been collecting ever since. That's what's up. Yeah. So nice. your first tattoo was when you're 18. Do you remember the artist, or was it just like you went to a, a studio? Just oh no, yeah. So thing? yeah, Cool Hand Luke. He's actually an uncle figure. He uh, he runs all of the art that is in our uh, our family business, Sancho's Tacos. So he really has an artist reserved, and my dad and him have been doing good business for a really long time. And he's just honestly this innovator. Uh, letterhead, he pinstripes tattoos. Yeah, yeah. badass. He gets down. Nice. He gets down. So cool hand Luke. Cool hand Luke. Yeah, check, check him out. out. His Instagram's cool hand Luke Art. Been awesome. doing it for a minute. Yeah. Right. Awesome, awesome. And we yeah. know you just got recently tattooed. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just did my whole side eight hour sitting by Ebone Capone. He's at under the gun and the shop there. The synergy is just very, very uh, fluent. I really enjoy going to that shop specifically. It's just L.A. A lot of really good artists. They get yeah, down. Yeah. They bang it in there. Nice. And you completed yeah. the piece, or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, the whole thing. Yeah, for me, the thing about collecting that um, I really enjoy is, you know, usually I'm waiting a period of time, and I have to sit and really understand, like, okay, I'm gonna wait six to eight to ten months before I receive this piece, and that's something I hear all the time. Is you know, like, well, how do you know what you want? And in that time, I just go through what really relates to me in life. And, um, you know, I plenty of time, plenty of time. <laughs> and when you're sitting through those days, you know, when you go to good artists, you know, anything that's worthwhile is not cheap. So, yeah. you know, we're spending a good amount of money and my mind, I'm just like, I'm in it. Like I've been waiting for, it. I've been prepping, meditating on it. Like I, I want it. So yeah, eight hours was definitely enough for the side, but we made it. Yeah, we made it. That's awesome. Thank and, you. uh, how, how much coverage do you say you'd have like, um, Right now, what do, you, what do you have left to, to do? I would say I'm about 72% complete. 72%. Yeah, about 72. That's my word. Of course, seven and two. My birthday is July 2nd. So, um, 72. I got my whole back from my tailbone up to about my shoulders and my head and a couple spots on my legs that I need to complete. Nice. But I've been saving that. Sweet. So, I actually saw on a uh, Saw your Solon tattoo collector bit where you, where you talked about you wanted to get save some some room for uh, Victor Portugal and Carlos Torres. Have you made contact or gotten anything from them yet? 
Not yet. Um, Carlos Torres is currently doing my stepmom's back right now. So I've wow. been observing a little bit on what that's entailing, but I have not reached out to Victor yet. Just COVID, everything paused. Yeah, with everything going on, yeah. But Victor yeah. Portugal is, to me, I relate to a lot of like Victor's work, um, Carlos Torres' work, Duffy's work, just by their, their filigree. Yeah. You know, their point of entry and then their exit is why I really enjoy when you see their flow. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I dig, I dig it. A lot of people could do that. Yeah. yeah, I will see if they'll be fucking with it though. Yeah, I've actually I have a little bit of influence from Josh Debbie. I've just been seeing his work for so long, Carlos Torres as well. Just the way they incorporate the skin breaks into the tattoo mm -hmm. just blows my mind. I still am not at that level, but one day, one day, hopefully. Nah, man, I I was actually looking at your work, Elvis, and I think it's really, really clean. Like, there's certain levels of black and gray. You know, some people like they shoot for the Duffy work and they like swing at it and they want it to be something of Missed replication. But you're like, you get it, but it's not there. But your work's actually dope, man. Like, Thank I would I, I would collect that. from you, you know? So, I, I mean, that, for me, I just, I know that I like it. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that a lot. Oh, yeah, especially you knowing good quality work well, and having it. It's a collection. It's a, got a good collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I got a picture that I, I saved. I'm gonna post in the beginning of the video. Cool. Where you're like with you're with a bunch of other dudes and you have your shirt off. Uh huh. You can just see that that skull piece on your belly, and I'm just like, yeah. oh, that shit looks so Duffy. badass, dude. Who did yeah. That? Uh, Josh. Yeah, Josh Duffy, Duffy. We did. Um, we did about 12 hours on each side of my stomach. I remember. That. 12 hours yeah. on each side. I would say, yeah, honestly, about 12. Shit, maybe. 12 hour sittings, like. So yeah, so like, I like to I like to really say like 12 hours, but it would really entail on like, you know the full day and then that 12 hours is me with the artists like Getting this the is whole, our time whole experience yeah we take we hours. take stretch breaks um i eat a lot throughout my sessions i i enjoy just enjoying this moment like i'm eating what i want my regimen i gotta buy a fresh white tea fresh outfit like for me it's a little more mind to body like if i feel good i'm eating the right stuff drinking the right water like i'm gonna have a good sitting there you nice. go you know that's so. that's actually a, a good way of, of thinking about it you know you feel like you don't feel like you're you're slacking somewhere you, you feel like you're preparing for for a ceremony because it's 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 a, a mission it's it's really an experience to get tattooed especially on the areas that you got yeah um uh it's, it's impressive it's thank impressive. you i think um i think to tap on that too you know i hear a lot of people and they just say bad did it hurt like did it hurt you know and i have a lot of other <laughs> peers and people that I see that they almost want to use the pain as like a catalyst to like, they can overcome it. They're like, God, oh, didn't hurt. Didn't hurt. Didn't hurt. And I'm over here like, man, this one hurt like this bad. This one hurt like that bad. Like I like mm -hmm. to be real with the pain because <laughs> instead of fighting it and like trying to overcome it where you're like, Oh man, like I could deal with this. I like I'll it, take it. it. It's more like I could accept this and put this space into something good. That's gonna, you know, withhold that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Thanks. Awesome, dude. Okay, uh, let's see. Let's Twelve see. hours on the stomach. That's a lot to take for anybody. Yeah, man. that's a so, lot to take. Is it? Yeah. And for me too, like when I sit, um, I also really think that placement really will determine like the actual um, appointment. So if I get to lay down and like I liked doing the front torso because I got to lay on my back. I was somewhat connected with the artist as he was, you know, right, right by my hip. Mm -hmm. And for me, I take a flannel. And about the time when I know that we're going to really get started, I don't want to hold a conversation anymore because it's making me have to keep air in my stomach. I'm having to yeah. like deal with that. Breathe. So I'll yeah. literally put it over my face. I'll let him know, hey, I'll check back in in like an hour and I want him to go, 
you know, and then I'm in there. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah you go, it really you know, get in the zone. You find yeah. a happy place, get in that yeah. relaxation mm-hmm. zone, and just yeah. Because yeah. all those clients that they think like they need to talk to get their mind off of it, but at the same time, you're also like interrupting the thought process of the artist a little bit. Talking you know, with their hands. Yeah, and then they wanna, <laughs> yeah, they want to fucking be like, oh, yeah, it's over here, whatever. Yeah. You know, but like when I get tattooed, I I try to do the same thing. I try to just focus on my breathing. Try to just keep my focus. It's it's tough, but that's like the, the one thing I notice helps. It's just, you know, how to be at peace. Up. Yeah. Get that meditative state. Yeah. Exactly. Just, exactly. Yeah, exactly. As hard as it, as it may be, but. How, how was your, how was your dome, by the way? I have to ask. Um, honestly, I think because I've been losing my hair since I turned 18. Okay. And there's not a lot of action or flow going up there that I you. think the pain wasn't as bad because of that. Damn. So, so when he, he wanted it that bad, he wanted it done. When so, I, yeah. When I, I got it done by Luke Palin. Have you heard of Luke Palin? Um, I haven't, but I mean, it, it looks amazing. Bad. And if it comes down to the hair loss and it being maybe a little easier to collect, it seems like maybe my time is now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was definitely uh, easier than I expected. He was supposed to do the side of my head as well. We did six hours on the top. Uh, but once he started hitting the side, I could start feeling a little bit more pain. But by that time, like my head was just throbbing. Like I had a headache, uh-huh. and I was like, "Brother, I don't, I don't want to start this because I know I'm not gonna be able to finish it. So let's just save that for another time." Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, but it is just. I think after the sixth hour, I was just feeling irritated, frustrated, because I was in a weird position too. I, I had my chin on his, on his uh, bed like that. Wow. So I, like, I had myself like that. Okay. So my neck was hurting. Yeah. It was just. It was. It was a weird, weird situation. I'm glad I got it done. It looks, I like the way it looks. Looks great. So they had you yeah. with a massage table on your face, sunk right in that thing. I think I don't know. I guess you get one. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So, um, so I, I, I do want to, um, push into the the whole alkaline water, the yeah, that one right there, that good stuff. This um, good, good right here. Yeah, that that. Um, oh. Jordan put me on. Uh, Jordan introduced me to Tori, and we uh. You know, made it happen. But tell us a little bit more about what you got going on here with the with the awakening. Yeah, yeah. So the awakening is really um, a conscious collective group of people that are just focused on helping um, give the secret that is already there. So really, all we're trying to do is just find stability through you know finances, through our health. Uh, personally, for me, um, I've been doing this for about two years now, and. I think the gift that I really want to just put out there is, you know, it's never too late. Like a lot of people, when they get cancer and they get these diseases, they're just like, it's, it's over, you know? And I'm not a doctor. I could only speak from experience with this. Um, I've seen truly miraculous miracles go down through just hydrating your body on a cellular level. Um, Not all water is created equal by any means. And the gimmick of that is we're in a big business in the United States. Um, You know, a lot of the other countries that um, are on this planet are drinking good water. You know, Japan, um, England, like France, France, they're all drinking good water. And that's why they're all on a different um, level, I would say, consciously. Just my opinion. But for us, you know, we got to do our part. And I used to try and find ways to, like, take care of people. I just, man, I'm so nurturing. It's just part of my nature. But I started to realize, like, you know, as I could teach other people about this gift, we could naturally just spread as one. Mm-hmm. And we're a part of a really big organization that helps thousands of people a month. And that's the goal, man. 
that's the goal. Um, what do you think about the product before I even try and break it down? Like, you know, you drink the water. I know Jordan, yeah. you drink the water. Like, what, what do you think about it? Um, before I do that, this is my, my wife, Megan. The, Hi, Megan. This is the story, the How one who you? helped us out with the Kanga machine. Good. That's him right there. Nice to meet you. Cheers. Yep, you too. You too. Um, but yeah, so we've had the machine, uh, the Kanga machine for, I want to say like seven, eight months or so. And um, honestly, I, 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 I don't know if it's because I'm biased okay. or if it's really that I'm feeling it, but just in the last few months, I feel like my productivity, like my focus, my my drive for things, like my my ability to just juggle things, like my clarity, yeah, you know, in general has just been at a different level. Yeah. You know, and I think Megan can can agree that my my demeanor is just a little bit on a higher vibration. Dang. You know? Hey, I got you. And <laughs> and, and and I, I drink I'm drink the water. Like I cannot drink other water now it, and if i do it's only because i i left my gallon at home or whatever and i'm just like sipping other water but i i just i feel the benefit you know it may be biasness or it may be um that i'm really feeling it but yeah. i i definitely am glad that we made this investment because yeah. uh it's 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 helping out my entire family you know? really yeah so on all levels huh on all levels yeah, yeah and, and, my, and my girls forever. Yeah, exactly. And we're and once we buy our house, we can take that machine wherever we go. Mm -hmm. which is what I love about it, so it's not like a oh, it's it's at this place. It's, it's gotta like stay there. Else. No, no, it'll, yeah. it'll go with you wherever you need yeah. to go. Yeah, the style of it being in one place is very, very dated. You know, reverse osmosis was super hot, seventies, eighties, nineties. Like you buy a nice house, you get a dope RO system, but now people are waking up to the fact that you know, RO water is really nothing bad or good to not have to really break it down scientifically um the reverse osmosis state of the water itself is just very blank so there's no positive benefits and there's no negative benefits see what it does to a goldfish it's just filler goldfish don't make so it. think about you know, that like reverse osmosis they don't yeah do you want to you know put gas in your car that is just going to get you to point a to point b or do you want to get gas that's actually going to really maintain um the mechanics of the whole device that you're paying for like do you want to withhold the card and keep it to where you can have it for a long time or do you just want to run shitty gas through it and run it down quicker it's well, same with depends. the body have i been hustling or am i broke yeah so broke to give you a little breakdown about the water itself, I'll, I'll give you what I, what I like to read right here. So a lot of bottles now are being sold as alkaline. That's the new sale. Quote, is, unquote. quote, unquote, we need alkaline water, alkaline this, alkaline foods. You see it everywhere. Um, the real true journey of what you want to at hold and withhold is alkalized with a Z. Okay, it's very different. So I'll read this uh, to you guys. Alkaline, alkalized. Alkalized. So alkaline water has gone through a chemical change. The water's pH has ignorantly raised about 7.0 by adding synthetic minerals by magnesium, calcium, and baking soda. Okay, so if you are buying bottled water right now that is labeled alkaline, you could very easily be drinking expensive baking soda water. Oh, God. Alkaline water, drug water. has to title <laughs> no non-proven non health benefits. Okay, so alkalized water what we drink 
uh, that water has gone through an electrical change to the process of electrolysis. This process produces alkaline ionized water from the natural chemist of water without having to add any chemicals or synthetic compounds. So <clears throat> to make little sense of this, you want to drink water from, you know, like a peak of a stream or the mountains, like that's the water you want, right? Rainwater. Not so like rainwater, but if it comes from a mountain, it's probably decent. Now, here's how you could see it. So if I have a mountain and there's a stream that runs from the mountain and it goes all the way to the bottom, what's happening is the water is rushing and bashing into the rocks all the way down. What that's creating is hydrogen, okay? And that is what this machine is gimmicking. It's creating the same stimulation, but through, again, an elect electrical process, water running down the last thing of st uh, being stagnant to water that comes from a device that is medically certified, you're having the same type of reaction. And that's, again, why I believe that through Enagic and, you know, Kangen Water, these devices, uh, in my opinion, that, that it is the easiest way to get what you need to get and not have to go climb a mountain. And, you know, for me, that's, that's it. Like I need it to be sustainable and accessible. And when it comes Great to, access. you know, like having little ones in the mix or dogs in the mix, I mean, I'm sure, you know, Jordan can give you a little insight on what's going on in They're your using life it with the baby bottles. Yeah. Yeah. The natural, the natural water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got to warm it up though. You can't get too warm and the machine starts yelling at you. Yeah. Too hot. Turn down. Yeah. But, oh, so you run, you run, you have your warm you have water to have connected it to warm. it. Because the baby can't drink cold water. Got you, got you. We have a, we had a bottle, a bottle warmer, so we would we would make the bottle. I have that too, but that's it. I walk in the kitchen, bro, and I hear. Tss. Yeah, a little sketchy. Yeah. So Jordan, can you can you say that since you've been using this device, you would never give your baby bottled water and formula with the machine? Now, clearly, you know that's how you're feeding. Oh, yeah, we have a we fill up a bottle and we make her bottles with that water. Only. Oh. We won't buy water. We won't. If we don't have it, we got to go home. Wow. That's, that's amazing. I mean, hey, it's funny. I started hearing uh, people talk about people that actually like, carry the water with them everywhere. Like you see a guy carrying a gallon, mm -hmm. and you'll never know the true value in water until you have to take it every day with you. Mm -hmm. Like hugging that thing around all day, mm -hmm. it's not fun. But like it's all warm. When you do it for your body, man. And touching on, on that, yeah. Uh, my girls, they're both 11. Uh -huh. um, they do that. They fill up the Kangen water. They take it with them to school. They come back. They fill it. That's what they're drinking. Mm. They know the value. I showed them the video uh, of the, the, the guy like doing the, the tea bag thing, the yeah. uh, mixing the water, whatever, with all the different waters and the sodas. Yeah. So now they think twice when they reach for the soda. They may have one. You know, they're kids. They, they want that sweet. But, sure. but now it's at least in their That's mind. Long. And they know, like, whenever we're going to go to, like, a friend's house, oh, I need to fill my water. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, low-key, I didn't even think about it until you said it. Like, they know. They're aware. So now think about the fact that, I mean, your dad of the year for forever, like, yeah. you've <laughs> been able to give them a gift that they will not find anywhere else. There will not be... Um, a show out there that you see this and it's going to teach this. This is something that is very uh, self-taught. I truly believe it's almost within a secret organization of people that really have found out the truth. You know, I can name many celebrities, but why would I? A celebrity is just someone that is me and yourself yeah. who drinks um, water. They have to, you know, but 
for me, you know, it really does set a standard and you have obviously been able to do that and you'll be able to do that. And I can't wait when I have a child that I get to raise it the right way. Yeah. You know, like, Hey, but you got them plants on lock. We got a lot of baby plants, man. They're on lock. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you know, plants are, you know, puppies. Yeah. Yeah. The above. Yeah. Water is equal to really anything that's alive. Mm -hmm. It's the only thing that we all can relate on. No matter what age you are, old, young, we all have to drink it. It's the God gift that we all have to share. Yeah. So, you know, again, that's another reason why I love this. This, uh, this movement, this energy, this community is because we all get to relate. And when you get to relate, you get to connect. And through connection, man, we got a tribe. <laughs> We're all marching. Like, yeah. let's, let's do this. You know, you bring yeah. up like the whole, the whole kids and the whole family thing. Like my son, my third son, he has eczema real bad. So when we moved into our crib, we're from a notorious place where it's notoriously hard water. Right. Mm -hmm. So right off the bat, I looked into fixing our water system. So I got a, I got a water softener. Okay. And then we got this Ameritech Alkalina. It's basically natural alkaline calcium water system. Mm -hmm. And so that makes our water alkaline right off the top. It's connected to our whole house system. Like you said, Mm-hmm. I thought I was doing good. And then this guy told me about Kangen. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, man. And he's like, well, does your stuff have bubbles in it? And I'm like, no. The bubbles, man. Oh, they, go you ain't got to say see. nothing. You show the bubbles. Let me go home and it, see it, if it, I just got bubbles. Dude. Yeah. It had a little bit. It didn't have, like, those bubbles like the. Does does your home system, does it have a tank? Yeah. Okay. So it has a tank. And then does it have, like, a couple stage filters? Yeah, it's three stage. Yeah, three yeah. stage. So so that really is just reverse osmosis. That's got That's it. what that is. Now. You know, again, there's nothing wrong with that. The thing is, is it's not going to kill you tomorrow. But <clears throat> we all have to cross the health toll bridge. And really, in a nutshell, I feel like we have made the jump. We've made the cross. We're in a state now where we can drink this water. And we know that it, there's purpose behind it. Now, with, you know, RO water, people all have their opinion when it comes to water. And they're very, very uh, emotionally connected to it. Some people will never drink this water. I'll tell them about it all the time. Mm -hmm. They won't drink it. That it's, was that was me when Jordan would tell me about it. Yeah. Like it was interesting, but it didn't really like, you know. He yeah. didn't catch it till he heard it second time around, and then he called me. He goes, "Hey, aren't you talking about this?" I'm like, yeah. "Hey, bro." It was like it was like Bitcoin. I know the secrets. Like if you want to know, let me know. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, just to get back to it, it's like, <laughs> so just to just to tap on on the RO thing. Look. We all got to start somewhere. Yeah. So you guys are at least drinking water from the house and that's cool because you're not buying bottled water and you're not really just polluting the earth. But when you do leave that home and you are on the go, there is going to be a time where you have to reach for water, right? And it's going to come from a gas station, uh, a market, and that water <clears throat> not only is dead and old, but it's expensive and yeah, yep. you well pay for that. And that's the thing with, you know, with me is like, I thought for sure, like water was just like rent, you know, like it's never going away. Like I'm gonna have to pay for water forever. But since I've bought my device, I haven't bought one bottled water in over two years. And I could second that. Yep. Yeah, you can second that. That's saving a good amount of money. I mean, these machines will last you 40 years. Okay. Medically certified 40 years. You break that down. Um, you know, you got water that's going to last you and your families and traditions and traditions. And it's, you know, like I was telling you, three cents a day through a bar graph. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Now, to give you guys some facts, which are actually like really interesting facts. These are actually facts through the company. So to date right now, 
there's only 500,000 people in the United States that know what this is. Okay. 500,000. How crazy is that? Now, if that's I were to put that on a bar graph, that's 0.0001. So for Elvis right here, a thousand people behind Elvis have no idea. For Jordan, a thousand people right here right now do not know what this is. It took the United States 30 years to allow it to come into our states. 30 years of a lot of people that needed this that did not get it. So, I mean, so yeah. they had to allow it to come in. They were, it was like, like, now we don't want that here. Oh, yeah. No way. They, they, they don't want this in our states. That's why you won't see yeah. it anywhere. You're not going to profit off it. You're going to lose yeah. money. Yeah. That's it, medication. It, it, it's a whole it's health a, system. That's water bottle. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's, a, it's a cure for many things, in a sense, you know? So they don't want that because there's well, no... Well, the human no... body can naturally cure itself. I mean, most things can clear themselves as long as they're purified and clean and not... And yeah, you you literally just you just said it. So again, this water is nothing special. Like there's nothing magical about it. The only thing is that it's extremely thin. So just like you said, when we are allowed to actually hydrate through our body, we're actually giving our body a chance to do what it does best, which is heal itself. That's exactly right. Like you drink this water and you eat pretty decent, you're gonna be okay. But the last thing I personally ever want to do is try and eat my way to health. Like, I don't know about you guys, but that shit sucks. I mean, trying to eat all these, you know, organic foods all the time. I mean, it's hard. I slip it's hard to keep up on them. You know, I, I do slip. So for me, this is like my, my counterbalance. There you go. What I like about it, you mentioned that the water is like thin because the molecules are, are smaller. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that when I drink like a whole cup of water, because like when I take my vitamins, I'll fill a whole cup and I'll drink the whole cup with it. I don't feel like full love it. bloated, you know. Like I feel that 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 initial fill up. Yeah, yeah. And then it like a watermelon. It, it goes away pretty quick because you know, your body's absorbing yeah, it. Exactly, exactly. It, it goes down easier. Yeah, and that's really okay. That's really like what you want to do too through this, you know, like through supplementation. You know, that's another amazing tool to the bag, right? Like proteins. Um, really just so many amino acids, collagen, like all this stuff that, you know, people will tell you to do. And for me, like a lot of people, even in like the workout industry, like I love hitting the gym. I love being in there. It's a mental thing for me. But when I see all these people that, you know, are like these big Instagram influencers and, you know, they're like, all right, man, I got you like $500 a plan, 1500 for this, you know, four week, eight week plan. And they give you this big description on what to eat, what time to eat it. This is what you need, right? And then at the very bottom, it'll just say one gallon of water. And for me, I'm just like, okay, like what kind of water? Like what kind of water do you want me to drink? Do you even know? Do you do you drink it? What do you drink? Oh, I drink bottled water or something. I'm like, what? Yeah, right. You, you bottle water, I'm like, dude. Look, you can go 18 days without food. You could only go three days without water. Three days. Okay. Water is like, you got to have it or you're not making it. Food, I'll go 18 days and, and rot out, but I'll, I'll really get through some crazy shit. Mm -hmm. um, the water, you can't do that. This is not something you can work around. It's essential. You will die. Hydration. Yeah. So, yeah. So tell me, I mean, look, you were talking about how the water separates the ink faster. Okay. P.S. Only when it's new. If it sits for a while, it doesn't do it the same. 
Okay. When it's fresh. I saw that. That was, it was trippy. Let me tell you why. Because it's fucking what you were just talking about. So think about this. If I have an apple and I cut it in half, it's going to stay alkaline, meaning fresh, for a second. You give it 15 minutes, it starts Whoops. to get brown. It mm -hmm. starts to really turn. It's from the acidity in the air, literally eating at it. Okay. So same thing with the water. It's charged. Like you get it, it's charged. But obviously, I mean, this is why you don't even want to have your bottle open. What like, if I put it in a glass container? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I will stretch it. Like the length of it. So, so would it there be you go. so would it be better better in like a pitch black fucking bottle that you, you just open it as soon as you Dude, literally, like, yeah, I mean, that's that's why, like, I mean, even for you guys, like, we need to get you guys dark bottles and glass only. Because the water actually is conscious. Like, it will actually gimmick emotions. It will gimmick sound. That's why frequencies are so real through meditation, through art, through everything. Because mm -hmm. it's gimmicking what it is. And water, you know, this water is literally conscious. So when you add something to it, you're playing the play. Like, it's becoming more conscious through allowing it to withhold this compound two and two you know what i mean so for you guys i would use little glass cups that'll fucking work i guarantee it that water literally splits the ink like it you dab it in and it, you see it chunk up towards the bottom not even shitting you like it was the trip i showed elvis i got a video of it now my thing was i was thinking maybe i can use it for the color tattoos because when you do the color tattoos all those colors mix together and become like this crazy weird color that contaminates every other color that you have on the table right with that water being fresh it would clump up and build up on the bottom like you sand could almost. see oh you could so you, see you can use something. your rinse cup longer but you're yes, saying but it has to be fresh yes bro it, oh. it doesn't pollute the water and as you it, let it sit there so clean water clearly is at the top yeah mm -hmm. and then the ink the ink clearly falls to the bottom so I wonder if it's a density thing. It's just the density of. He the... was just saying that if we put it in glass, it'll survive longer and it'll work longer. But if it's in the plastic and open all the time and closed, it's not going to do the same thing. Mm. But when it's fresh, because that's what we were talking about. We're like, man, we can start pushing this thing. Dude. It's too. We're talking about downstairs. Dude, we're talking about. You know what you guys <laughs> could be dead before they You know what you guys could really do, and honestly, this is where you should come into the play, because at the end of the day, wherever, let's say, let's just say you bought a machine from Elvis right now, right? You would come into the play as you're a part of their team. Like anything that would really transact, getting real, they would benefit from. So here, if you guys had a device actually just like hanging out, um, you could make a lot of things. People like, would see that and be like, what's the like is that? Dude, it's literally the best space to ever have a machine because what are we doing this whole tattoo? We're talking. We're connecting. The bullshit is literally out. Like yeah, we're talking about every hour. You're like, oh, is it cool if I get some water? Yeah, get some of that king. Dude, up. go right there. No problem. As much as you want. Take some home. They're what just is like, this? Where can I get some more? And then what this? we do is you're like, yeah, just check this link out. Just like I gave the tie. I'm like, hey, just check this link out. We'll follow up. If it makes sense, cool. They see that video. I follow up. I'm a follow-up king. And I'm like, hey, how are you? What do you think? Oh, man, it was dope. Right? Set up a call. We get on a call. We close him. He gets his device, and he's happy. Um, but referring back really quick on the eczema situation, my sister has had like really bad eczema and, um, when it comes to like rashes, really any type of, uh, bacterial infection, right? It's just, it's just inflammation starting to take place and either grow or die. But when you take this water, there's a certain setting, it's called the 2.5. It's extremely acidic. 
okay it's a lot of the runoff water that the machine is filtering but you can use that water again another way to be sustainable now you can use it for a lot of different things but when you put it in a bottle add a little essential oil to it if you want and you actually can spray that directly on to what area is infected it will eat at that and it will 2.5 2.5 yeah and it's the one that comes out of the bottom yeah the acidic hose yeah and it'll eat at that but again it's a holistic way like you're not out there buying all these expensive creams that are really just taking you know the top part of it off you need something to get up in there Mm -hmm. and that's what that is dude like it's really cool i've seen some people with you know skin cancer a lot of things that are extremely um you know mind altering like for me a big reason why i got this and why i was so determined to really just like let it work is because i used to get cold sores on my mouth every like two to three weeks and it was extremely embarrassing like i'd have this crazy cold sore that literally just came from surfing all day and somewhat partying you know because i used to party all the time so when you drink you know do altercations sleep lack of sleep yeah i I get them from time to time okay not not lately because of the king water you won't get them anymore but um when i would party surf i'd wake up and one would just crater on my mouth like same side huge and I would do anything, like put mustard on it, uh, agave, anything, lemon, lemon peanut butter, fucking abriva, um, all. The, I mean, I would cut it open like crazy stuff. And, um, you know, I'd get them every two to three weeks. And it was just the most embarrassing thing. And for me, yeah. I haven't had one since now two years. And, dude, it's it's all worth it for me just for that. Crazy note. Yeah. While we're on the topic, my mom has had a record of having cancer for since I was in high school. So she didn't have cancer, but she's been in and out of the hospital recently. And what happens is she'll lose the blood flow to her leg. So it like just stops pumping blood up and down. So it'll just build up and build up. And next thing you know, her ankle is huge, swollen, massive. The only thing to get rid of it, no medicine, nothing from the doctor has ever gotten rid of this, but this water has gotten rid of it every time she calls me every like couple days asking me to refill it because she's like my ankle's starting to swell as long as she's drinking this water it's normal and it's great she had a machine hooked up to her that she had to carry to keep the blood pumping up and down but when she drinks this water Does she it seems to have no issues with it keeps that flow more natural i had to drop water off at her house this morning so I could show you guys videos of actually seeing blood cells under a microscope and it'll actually show you what bottled water will do, uh, waking up and drinking coffee, waking up and drinking tea, and then waking up and drinking Kangen water. Now, obviously everything else is, you know, going to get it moving, right? Like I wake up, I drink some caffeine, my blood is starting to move and alter and do its thing. But when you mix Supreme gas, and you put it through your body, it will actually speed up your, um, excuse me, your cells because you're oxidizing, oxidating your body faster. So you're giving it more oxygen. So things are working at a faster pace. I mean, you're on a cellular level. Everything about you is doing healing itself. Do. I mean, like, what do we do with our phones at night? What do we all do? We put them on the charger, right? This is our daily charger. The thing is, we just don't physically plug in. We plug into the benefits of the water. And we go. We go far with it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, man. This stuff's amazing. Uh send me that video link. I'll put it in the in the description at the bottom of the video on YouTube. 
Oh man, I have it right here. It's insane, dude. Sweet. Yeah, send it to yeah. me. And I'll, I'll plug it in so people can see it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and I, I want to jump into the um the video that I saw of of you. I don't know. I I didn't see the whole thing, but I uh it was you were it went to a grow house, and I saw that they had a uh the Kangen machine hooked up in the grow house, and that's what they were watering their plants with. Yeah. How does that how does that benefit the plants? Like, is is are they seeing like a good good growth over there? I mean, for all the cultivators out there that are feeding their plants, you know, RO water, hey, you know, don't mess with what works, right? Like if it's working and you guys are enjoying the product and it's cultivating, like that's awesome, man. Like, so some, some growers are very OG. They have their RO systems. They run it their way at their temperature. They know what they like. They know what they like. And, and that's what's up. I've also heard that um, a 6.0 pH is really like the golden number through growing plants. So our device, um, I feed my plants with a 7.0 pH and they thrive. That's the clean water setting on the K8. Baby um, formula or the pills. It has the pills on the button. That's 7.0. Um, uh, possibly. I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I'd have to look at that. But, um, you know, when it comes to growing plants, I mean, we are just a version of a plant. You know, our bodies are designed to do the same thing. We need sun and water. So what we've seen recently, and a buddy of mine, Shay Alderetti, who is a extremely smart, cultivated OG in the cannabis industry, um, I've kind of been like learning a lot from him because, um, you know, it's not the line of business I'm in, but I do love to take care of my body <laughs> and I enjoy smoking good cannabis. So that being said, um, they do have these machines that are hooked up inside these facilities and they're learning that they don't have to spend so much on the overall system. These devices will pump and do somewhat of the same thing, but they're not paying for all this overhead, all the extras, all the extras. you know, you got good water, you take care of your plants, you're going to see major results. Um, they're seeing, you know, plants grow a lot faster than normal. But again, that's why when humans drink it, they're seeing a lot more results. People are living older, longer, because our bodies are very, very similar to plants. And that's why we have such a connection to them, you know? That's a trip, dude. That's a trip. And I mean, like I said, to me, it hit close to home because I needed to do something for my kid right off the bat. And then the alkaline, talking about making the water alkaline. And I try to do what you're saying, which is drink it right out, right when it comes out the reverse osmosis, of course. Right. But I mean, even with the water softener, it kind of trips me out because it uses salt, mm -hmm. giant salt pellets and stuff like that, which helps, you know, flip the, the softness of the water. You yeah. Know? But that, that trips me out, too, because I think of, like, what I'm watering my plants with. Am I watering my plants with salt water? You know what I mean? Because it's in the whole system, which, uh, which kind of trips me out. It kind of trips me out the way that that works. But I, I, do, I do get upset knowing that some of that water just goes to waste. That just knowing some of the water is going down the drain. I hear it when my filter is doing its thing. But that, yeah. is that the acidic shit, like ours? Or is mm -hmm. it just... No, this mm -hmm. is just like the hard water. So this would be like the minerals and everything that are in it. And yeah. So I'm not sure how the hot water the softener works. I just know that it helped my son with the eczema big time. Like after we got the softener, that alone helped him, which was great. Good. Because that minerals, those minerals are just... It's so bad. Like where I was at... They take the tester and it's like the hardest water that you can get. That's mm -hmm. the stuff that was at my house. And I think that's the thing too, is like a lot of people don't realize where they live. The waters have the different water hardness. They're different, you know, different kind of pipes, different kind of things that 
the way that they get water that affects the quality of the water as well which i think this is a, a pretty cool system that you could take it wherever you want but no matter where you are no matter what the quality of the water is you're still going to get the best which we're drinking kangen does your son still deal with any kind of yeah he still does he still does a little bit of eczema stuff but i mean we use we use like a lotion he's like a gold bond lotion when he gets real bad and then we dialed in when before before we before we had the water softener system it was just everywhere okay well, let's get you a bottle and try this stuff out see how yeah. he reacts with it. yeah 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 no no for sure you should have done that a while ago so the thing is though is like like let's just say like if i were able to help you and your son never had to deal with that again right and you never had to deal with things that maybe only you know that you deal with you know what would hold you back in getting a machine as just a customer and just someone who's hearing all this what comes to your mind like what kind of like uh altercations are you like i don't think i could do it because of this or that like what is there any i mean i'd say not really i mean the only thing always is the money that's all it mm -hmm. is but other than that no i mean yeah. like i said i did it because I, I don't care what it costs this system cost me seven seven grand oh my god in my house wow but like i said they linked it to my whole water system and then they linked it from my alkaline producing system my reverse osmosis to go directly to my fridge right which i like and that's the purified water as well coming out of there with the ice cubes and the fridge stuff which yeah is dope but yeah yeah but like i thought i was ahead of the game and then i come and you guys tell me there's a whole different water system and i'm like oh no i got that i got well, that like already. you said only one percent out of only yeah. one person i have a thousand knows about it yeah I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. So, again, like, since I'm a, a parent, uh -huh. why I care so much. You know, obviously, I think if I was single and I didn't, I didn't care. But now I'm a parent. I have priorities. Got to take care. I of I was single and I still got mine. Nice, bro. You were yeah. married. <laughs> oh yeah, I was married. But yeah, I have you kids. were married. I have bro. Relax. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. Honestly, like, I think the most beautiful part about this too is, you know, you getting that RO system was great because you've already been able to get familiar with it. You've got to understand a little bit about, you know, having a clean, resourceable place to get water, right? And that's great. It'll stay with the house if you ever move and that's awesome. The next people can enjoy that. But for someone like yourself that knows the secret now, you, uh, you really want to get involved because it's not only gonna take care of you, your family, like you said, but it's going to be able to withhold through the tradition of your family of showing them that this is how we do it, you know, right the right way. And that's something like I want to shout my dad out about is because my dad, he always taught me like the right way, you know, I mean, it's fucking crazy because I want to think back on a time that my dad didn't call it. I'm like, man, like what was the time like he was wrong, but I can't think of any time he lived it. Yeah, experience goes a long way. He's a he's a triple OG. He's a very very true self made man, entrepreneur. Comes from the gutter. Like he's the fucking man. He is, yeah. He, what I painted that was for that guy. That guy's yeah, shit, so. he he is the man. Um, and when it comes down to that, though, my point is, I was really excited to bring this to him because at first, you know, no, to say that again and again because new changes are very hard to come by mm -hmm. you know and that's okay honestly it's great i have people that call me two years from seeing this and then they're finally ready um it's never too late at all so for you like it's never too late and again this is gonna be one of these moments where i look at my dad and i'm like i got so lucky to give him back 
all of those rights that he led me through. Like, hey, don't wear that color in that neighborhood. Hey, you don't ever let that happen. Hey, if you see this, you do this. Like, you say this, you say thank you. You know, like doing the right thing. And that's exactly what this is, is awesome. you get to do the right thing. It's dope, bro. Yeah. That's um, pretty cool. So, so um, talking about your your pops, um, is he the owner of Sancho's? He is. Okay. Yeah. I saw, I don't know if it, if it was that you posted it or, or it was the, the, the Sancho's have an Instagram? Of course. Yeah. I operate so, it. So mm-hmm. I, th- I think uh, someone posted a picture that was reposted about him making them like a, a breakfast burrito before they even opened. And he was like, oh, that was me. That was you? That was yesterday. Oh, yeah. You wanna That's the guy he is though. They're yeah. dope like oh, that. That's awesome. Yeah, you wanna hear you wanna hear it's funny about that is like I thought that that day, which was actually yesterday, yeah. I thought that I was the only one that was gonna be able to see that. Not like it was anything new, because we do that all the time. That's it. That's all the time. But, I know numerous people that he's done that for. Yeah, me and my dad were outside talking and we have our other uh, supervisor, Andy, who was talking with us and we were chilling. And all of a sudden this guy had like got out of his car and he went to walk up to the shop and Andy had told him like, hey, like, you know, we're closed right now. We don't open till 10. It was like 8.30. And the guy turned around and that's just my dad, man. Service, customers, number one. Like we never leave a man behind. And he literally walked up. He's like, hey, he's like, what do you want? He's like, I just want a breakfast burrito. He's like, all right, cool. We looked at Andy. Andy already knew. And he's like, let me go ask the cook. We'll be right back. He ran inside. What's the cook going to say? He's like, no problem. (laughs) Literally rolled a burrito right up. Hour and a half before we even open. We had to like open, like do the drawer. Get all the stuff set up. Get it going. I mean, that's what it's all about. Process, yeah. Yeah. What was that tattoo expo we worked where it was outside? Using? I saw him and his dad there. That was how I got into the VIP area. I was walking by and he's all, Jordan. And I'm like, oh shit. He goes, come on, come on. I started walking up. The security goes, hey. He walked up right behind him and he goes, oh, all right. Dude, I'm, right I miss conventions, man. Right I love conventions. We used to, yeah. we used to have so much fun. But to nail the coffin on that story, um, you know, I saw that happen. I, I smiled as I drove away. Like, that's what's up. And then that guy, he went online and he blasted us. He posted like eight pictures. He went into depth about his experience. And I, you know, I operate our Instagram and I saw these photos and I was just like, dude, this guy just blasted us. You know, he had good service. And then I reposted that photo of him and my dad. And I think that photo's got the the most likes that we've ever gotten any photo. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, damn, that's pretty tight. (laughs) That's cool. That's how he is with everybody. Even if he don't even really know you. Like yeah. if you, if you know someone he knows, you're in. But as soon as you fuck up, you're out. Yeah, it's <laughs> man. I got real lucky, but yeah, it's like man. When he's if he's upset or something's wrong, like it's like a fucking lion. You just let him chill by the tree and like stay away because, yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, we're all really emotional people, and you know, people that love hard. It's just nature, you know. It's just what it's all about, and you know, we come from the backyard, literally. Like the, Sancho's was created from the backyard. Just good vibes, partying, hanging out. Um, my dad loves to see people eat because it brings people together. True, true. You know? Yeah. And um, I think maybe, I don't know if you guys can relate to that being tattoo artists. Like, what do you guys love the most about collecting or, you know, giving someone a piece? I mean, I'm sure it's obviously when they get to leave and they see that piece of you on them. Yeah. You know, what do you guys think? What, what does it for you? Um, I would definitely say when someone comes in expecting something, 
but then when they leave and it's above their expectations they they almost don't even know like how to how to mm-hmm. thank you you know yeah and it's like that's my goal each time you know like i know what you want but i'm trying to make you leave with with what you think trying to make you, you want to come you back really deserved you know yeah you know and that, yeah that shit just that's one of the things that i really like about it what do you think jordan yeah, same thing, but like I think tattoos bring people closure to certain things that they can't escape. And the best part is being a part of that to where you see them look in the mirror and you could just see the weight lifted off their shoulder and just focused on the appreciation of the tattoo because it just reminds them of all the good shit, not the bad shit, all the good shit, you know? And it there ain't nothing that's beating that. Damn, man, you just rocked literally my mindset because a lot of my pieces I've collected, they all have a lot of depthful meaning. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you just like consolidated, you know, why some of the pieces are the way they are to me, mm-hmm. that's badass. Oh, it's amazing. The best feeling by far, for sure. About you. I mean, both those things, you guys pretty much nailed it. I mean, the only other thing I could say is like when you. When you again, you help somebody heal, or you help somebody you know, with with those 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 intangibles. Uh, unta- you know what I mean? Those mm. things you can't really say. It's just something that it means so something to them that they can't even really put their finger on. That we've done like with the mobile units. I don't know if they told you about the bus, but we do mobile events and we've done stuff for like sure people that have cancer or things <laughs> like that. Where we'll go to a party for these people that are all are getting ribbons. Alberti's getting cancer ribbons to show support, you know? No way. Some people never even, yeah, never even got tatted before, but they're all getting cancer ribbons to show support. And so it's like, we did well, something like that. 85-year-olds getting their first I mean, tattoos. Dude, so. I'm, I'm yeah. big with oh, that big life. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I fucking despise it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, and, we'll, and like, so this one, this one in particular, the ones that I'm thinking of, it was a child, bro. This kid's like five, six years old, bro. The whole family's gonna get a kid had leukemia. He ends up making it. Thank God he ends up making it. And... Oh, his mom to this day, she, she keeps telling me, like, oh, you helped us heal that event that you had at our house, you know, really helped us. Wow. Bringing that positive energy. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, again, those are just things you don't expect to do. It's like those things that you don't expect to even create in doing their, your job. It's just kind of like this, this big bonus, mm-hmm. you know, something that you didn't even know was going to touch them that deep. But yeah, it has. And it's cool, man, because everybody, the tattoos are special to people and for different reasons. Get them for different reasons. Not to mention, just like the water machine, we throw our stuff in a bag and we can work anywhere. Water machine in a bag, mm-hmm. take it anywhere. Well, yeah, like the mobile units. I mean, we're trailblazers. I mean, a lot of people say they wanted to do it. A lot of people had goals to do it, but we're we're the ones that have done it right. And a lot of people in the industry admit that now. Like, oh yeah, you guys did it right. You guys are the ones doing it. And we have we set the good example of how to get it done, how to have private party special events in this thing. And we're only blowing up. We're only killing it, doing more and more. And it's nice things because we're again we're authentic sticking with where we're from sticking with what's right quality work customer service you know what mm-hmm. i mean like our shop you're not going to come in and nobody's going to talk to you somebody's going to come talk to you somebody's going to greet you somebody's going to say what's up yeah and that's you know some shops you don't get that and a lot of people will tell you <laughs> they come to our shop they just feel more comfortable they're in the vibe you know they're in the mix man you know what's so funny i gotta say like because when i walked in here like i i called elvis before like i wasn't just gonna walk in because you never know what you're gonna walk into at a shop yeah. you really don't the energy is many things so before i'm gonna come in i'm gonna call <laughs> and uh <laughs> i came in and the the gentleman downstairs he welcomed me he said yeah come on up led me to the the spot and just to like cap on this so when i was 18 
I wanted to get tattooed, right? Like I knew I was going to get tattooed. And I went into the shop in Bakersfield and I used to think like, you know, that's it. Like downtown, that's really where you go. Right. And I went by myself and I walked into this shop and I was 18 and I walked in, there were three stations. These artists were all tattooing. I walked in, they all looked back at me and then they just went right back to working. <laughs> didn't say nothing. They didn't say a word to me. Really? And uh, then like, uh, I think, man. I don't, I don't know if it was like the shop manager, whatever. Someone finally came up after I flipped through the flash books, like nine days and <laughs> literally uh, he comes up and he's just like, Hey, yeah, like you can come back in here. And I was like, all right. And I went back and the vibe was just off. Yeah. And this guy was sitting back there and he's like, yeah, well, what do you want? Like, what do you want? And I'm just like, yeah, you know, like I wanted to get some lettering and he's just like, well, what kind? I'm like, all right, I don't, I don't really know. Like something cool. Here for and he's just like, all right, yeah, like it'll be, you know, this much and that. And, you know, let me know like da da da, And just like had this like vibe. And I remember just being super turned off to it. I was just like, man, I don't want to spend my money with you. I don't even know mm -hmm. really shit about this, but like, I'm not doing this with you. Yeah. And I left that day and that's what actually sparked me to want to like find good work. You know, and then just that first piece when I was 18, we did my whole rib cage. I think it was a six hour sitting. Um, it taught me a lot. And then that was it, bro. I was, I was on, man. But you got a rough start. You start at the rib cage, six hours right. on the rib cage. That's a rough start, bro. <laughs> Anything after start. that. Get it out of the way. You know? Get it out of the way. Yeah, let, let's go. I mean, you know, the pain is inevitable. Here and there. Mm -hmm. Through anything in life. I don't care if you're a billionaire. Like, there was a lot of groin pains in that. Um, but for me, I remember one time when I was getting tattooed by Josh Duffy, you'll like this story. So I was getting tatted by Duffy and I had to wait a year. He just raised his prices. So he went from 1500 to 3000 and I'm like 24. Okay. Like $3,000 is like fucking life, <laughs> you know? And, uh, <clears throat> he raised his prices and man, back then I was like, fucking great. Sounds good. I don't care. You know, we set the date and that was it. And he just moved to Arizona he was in San Pedro and I had driven out there with a buddy of mine who really filmed the whole process. Cause I used to love filming and I still film when I get tattooed. Cause I like to, awesome. to share that. And yeah, when YouTube I YouTube channel where you post all that stuff, I really don't know. I should, should but bro, I, I'd love to see that. Okay. I'd love to see that. Um, I started getting tattooed, uh, after, you know, we finally nailed what we wanted and we were starting my neck. I was in the best shape of my life ever. I was like extremely lean. I was on a full diet plan. Like I was really, really um, into my fitness. But through that actually comes some trial and error because when you're, you know, super low on sugar and you're deficient in things, mm -hmm. like your body will react differently. Absolutely. So I'm used to sitting anywhere from like six to eight to 10, 12 on a good day. If I got lucky enough to sit in his chair for 12 hours to collect, you know, cause I'm thinking money, $3,000, like mm -hmm. how long can I sit all night? Okay, cool. Like I'll mm -hmm. deal with it, <laughs> you know? And, um, I started getting tattooed on my neck and within about five minutes, like I just knew it was not going to go well. Uh -huh. I mean, uh, five minutes. The very I'm, beginning. I, I know that feeling. You know, no, you know, like, like, <laughs> like, you know, you are going to go through some shit and it, you're, you're fucked, you know? So he starts, you know, um, tattooing my neck and 
all all that's in my mind is like three thousand dollars a year. <laughs> like you literally just blew this up on Instagram. You're not gonna have anything. You're gonna have some lines. Like what are you gonna do? Like you you're blowing it. And I literally stopped him. I said, all right, like one second. He's just like looking at me like so confused. And Duffy's such a good artist. Like he's so professional. Yeah. Um, he looks at me and I just said, hey, can I take a stretch break real quick? He's just like, all right. And I went outside. And I called my uncle Mikey, uh, RIP. Um, yeah, I hit him up because he's blasted everywhere, right? Like head fucking everywhere that I want to be. And I called him and I was like, hey, man, like, I'm not going to sit through this right now. Like, what do I do? Like, how do you do it? What do you, what do you do? Chug a beer. And he was just like, <laughs> he's like, when's the last time you've like had some sugar? And I was like, dude, I haven't. Like, I've been on my game. I've been really getting lean. Like, and he's just like go to the store right now and get a king size Kit Kat and eat that motherfucker. And I was like, dude, like, fuck. All right. Like whatever. So I storm over there. There was a CVS right there. And I storm over there. I went in there, got the biggest Kit Kat. I fucking left. I ate that motherfucker like real quick. And literally I walked in and I sat for 11 Man, hours. Hey, I got candy downstairs real bro. quick. So yeah, I homie, I got him sleeved up, chest blasted, full back, and he always oh, yeah. comes with a big bag of M and M's. Fucked up, forgot my M and M. The three bro. times that I tattooed him without him, he could not sit. See, so that makes a lot of sense. And he, <laughs> and he was always telling me like, I think it's the M and M's, bro. Like I can sit so. He long tells the me the story and then tattoos my inner thigh the next day, and I'm like. Fuck, I forgot my fucking M&M's, bro. Yeah. I'm fucking dying over here. Dude, I got to have a white tee, fresh shoes, um, pretzels, a blue Gatorade, and a Kit Kat, and I'm in. Dialed like, in. let's fucking go, dude. I show up in gym <laughs> shorts, a sweater, yeah. some Vans, yeah, and no fucking M&M's, bro. Damn no it. No fucking M&M's. Let's go. Get the M&M's, man. Yeah, it does make a huge difference though having your blood sugar up getting tattooed. I need to start doing that with my tattoos. Uh, did you do a lot of her work? Yeah, yeah, all of them. I, I, yeah. Since like what 2013, 2014, 2014. That's dope. I love how you went uh, over the elbow. That's one yeah. thing I really admire when I see artists like actually roll over something. Um, rather, yeah. like maybe a more traditional way would be like a spider web on your elbow. You yeah. know, like it's a cool cap, but. That three-dimensional filigree that you're doing is fucking yeah. dope, dude. That's that's me trying to like you know throw in that that Josh Duffy fucking that Elvis man fucking that, that man. Elvis homie experimenting you know that Elvis that good good man appreciate that appreciate that yeah um so yeah that that, that seems to be the keys is a uh, take some a king size Kit Kat or a big bag of M and M's to your next session and king size whatever Blood you gotta be king, king size, bro. <laughs> careful. <laughs> You'll be you'll sit for a good amount of time. You will. I mean, I, I sat 11 hours and I was just so stoked. And he was laughing all the way to the bank, just like, "Yep." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Damn, dude, fucking!" I knew to call him too, because he was That's collecting cool. heavily for a while. I mean, That's awesome. like, covered, yeah, man, just just covered, man. So we all got our routine. Yeah, you know, your dad's pretty covered too. Yeah, he's lit up. He's been doing some real hairy pieces. I just saw this picture of this fool. He got his eyelids down. Like, God damn, this fool is it's gangster, eyelids bro. shaved he his. Does not let the gangster go. He is gangster, bro. For yeah, life. shaved his eyebrows. He's got. I saw that. Um, what is it? What does it say? It says something on more Erica. So it's like my me me vida uh, Erica, um, or me vida more uh, Erica. Like it means yeah. like my love for life. 
Yeah, tight. And um, you guys know flocks. Yeah. Okay, so I've collected from flocks, and flocks is like one of my favorite letterheads. I mean, I love graffiti yeah. Yeah. artists. Like yeah, I used to yeah. do a lot of graffiti. I love graffiti, and um, when I would collect from him. You know, he was pretty gangster with it, as I would say. Just very raw, sharpie, let's fucking drill. Yeah. And I sat with my dad one sitting, and he took out both of his front shins at one time. And he went through a bottle of tequila, and it was, like, the craziest setting I've ever seen. Blood, like, and he yeah. just fucking sat there and took it. Dang and his, his legs, like, Damn we make geez. jokes because... We all like let him know because it's like, oh, your calf, and we actually call him steers because it's fucking like not a baby cow, it's like a steers, big cow. So oh, okay, his okay. fucking his steers, his calves are huge, like big fucking legs. So someone's bicep. Yeah, I uh, like twenties, man, like big old fucking legs. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. So I I want to bring something up. I mean, you you don't got to talk about it if you don't want to. Okay. Um, but it was something that I found on a news outlet. Um, there was a flood, mm -hmm. and you lost your truck or something like that. Or I mean, if you want to elaborate, yeah, I was just curious because I came across it and I was like, "What is this? It seems pretty interesting." Yeah, so <laughs> good times. That was a, that was a good time. That was a close call. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So I had just got this Lexus IS two hundred T. It's a really low car. Um, I had. Uh, Accuron, it was really low, and my buddy was getting married in Bakersfield. So I was in the wedding. I was stoked. It was the first wedding I've ever, you know, been asked to be in. I was stoked. <laughs> and uh, one of my exes at the time, you know, we were driving out there, and this storm had fucking came out of nowhere, like heavy. And I live in Bakersfield, so going through the, the grapevine is very normal for me. So this storm comes in, and we're hearing about it. We're seeing it. Like, it's heavy. And we're going to go down the grapevine, and literally there's a guy just standing like waving his hands and all these cars stopped so if you go down a freeway there's like four lanes right mm -hmm. now we're in the third lane next lane would be closest to the shoulder so one by one cars start going in front of the cars and then going back up the freeway to get out of that area because we were in somewhat of a um flash flood warning zone because these mountains are high yeah and we're at the bottom yeah so if you're a fucking cheerio at the bottom of the bowl and you put that milk in it's gonna yeah, it's gonna worst. get thick right yeah. so that was like the thought like we're looking up i'm like all right no big deal we literally i have to like u-turn and i'm going up the side of the freeway now and you know my mind i'm like a kid i got rims i'm like fuck dude my wheels like you know there's water rocks i mean it's it's sketchy it was in a, we were in a really pinch place yeah so we go up and we got out of there and me man like i don't quit like i'm just like fuck this like there's a way around this right now so <laughs> i get on my maps i'm like looking and there's a way that really you go through to hatchapi and you can go around and get to bakersfield that way so I was like, all right, man, we're going this way right now. We're not going to stop. The storm is not going to stop because the wedding rehearsal was that night and I had to be there. So I should have just went in the hotel and slept it off and been a good man and not pushed us in a situation. But I wasn't thinking clear that day. Mm -hmm. We were definitely smoking weed. So I said, we're going to go right through this. No it problem. The weed. It wasn't the weed, though. Weed. <laughs> no, it just inspired me, I should say. So we get on the freeway. And we finally make like the freeway 
going towards Bakersfield and we're like finally on that freeway whatever so we're on the freeway and it starts raining so hard that i could not see like i had to stop the car and at that time every other car was starting to stop i had a big rig next to me and all these cars were just at a pitch stop and it was like almost hailing and i'm just sitting there like damn like this is pretty shitty and i'm sitting there and all of a sudden like intuitively my mind just like clicks and i look to the right and I was so low that I could see through my um, my sunroof and I just see this like river just coming down this mountain and I was just like mesmerized by it. I was just like watching it and then within maybe 10 seconds, uh, the freeway was starting to get submerged with water. So I was watching the freeway. I was just like, yo, like, you know, this could get pretty bad and as soon as I started thinking how bad it can get, the water started piling up in the actual freeway. Okay. Because you know, the big medians, when you go through like country and like, you know, mountain town, you notice how big the median will get as you go through like deeper canyons. Yeah. So we were in like that kind of Canyon where the median was higher. So initially like we're in a little pocket. Water's building, building. Water's starting to build to where I'm like, Oh man, like this is bad. And then all of a sudden my car, literally slowly starts to pitch it just and i'm like hey hey like what the fuck like damn dude like i'm gonna have to replace these rims i hear rocks like and all of a sudden like literally a bat out of hell this river just came from behind and went and all of the cars i'm talking semis were bumper bumper for about, I would say a good 120 yards down this highway. Bumper to bumper, I flew into this car. I heard her window crack. Literally, I'm like, fuck, the car's pitching sideways. My chick at the time is panting, like, <laughs> like freaking out. I'm just like trying to deal with this. And all of a sudden I see where the median's going down, there's this big rig and he's pinched right on the side of the median. So as we're going, the car goes boom, literally the front end hits the fucking back. And as soon as it hits, it pushes us off. And then we go sideways. And as soon as we went sideways, we were literally like a rotisserie chicken. And we were starting to roll. Oh, the car was shit. slowly being buried. Wow. Now I'm literally mud rocks, everything. As soon as I start to understand what's happening, I'm like, all right, like this is bad. I see the windows go from like clear, I could still see. And then as it rolled, it was all mud and water. And I was just looking at that window and I was like, don't if break, this window break, breaks, break. yeah. it's all over, yeah. it's done. One of the only times I've ever blacked out in my life, I don't black out. I literally don't remember really doing this, but I reached in like literally calmly, like it was fucking crazy. I reached in. I unbuckled my seatbelt. I literally hit my window. It rolled down. By this time, my window is almost literally straight up. I literally like just stand up. I climb my way out and I push out. I'm like, fuck this. I am not staying in this car. Yeah. I'm out right now. I don't know why I had to get out of the car. And there's a video of a trucker and you could literally see me coming out in my white tee. I pop I out like a gopher yeah. and I'm looking around. I'm observing everything. I'm like, fuck, dude, literally 
as soon as I start thinking that, uh, my ex at the time was coming out also. So she's like coming out with me. The windows are about to crack. Our car is about to fully do a 360 and roll over. Um, I knew at that moment I had to get us out of the car completely, mm-hmm. which I didn't want to do that. So we get out of the car. As I get my way onto the side of the car, I slide down the back window onto the trunk and I jumped onto the median. I'm like on the median right now standing. The car's rolling. There's rain, hail starting to fucking come down. There's mud. The water's rising. I'm just like, dude, this wall's going to break. This is it right now. So as I'm navigating where we're going to go now, my ex comes out of the car and I just briefly look to the left on like how I'm going to grab her and pull her down. And I look back and she just goes Bloop, and slides off the car. And she went under the water. She was gone. <sighs> she was gone. I blacked the fuck out. I literally got up and I'm like shimming on the median. And I don't even remember doing this, but as I'm shimming, she like catapults her arm out as far as she can. And I just grab her arm like fucking the best clap. Boom. Grab her arm and I pull her over. Now this time she's, you know, her hands like almost on the medium, but dude, the current, yeah. it, it was so fast. I'm talking like, like 30 mile an hour, you know, canoeing like rapids. Yeah. And, um, dude, I, I grab her, I pull her over. She has her purse on her arm. The purse is literally opening up. So it's acting as a weight now. Oh, yeah. Holy. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck. So as I pull her over, I jump down onto the wall because I'm like, I'm going to grab her now and really get her. And I, and I was like grabbing her and I started yelling at her and I said, you better give me everything you got right now. Like yeah. everything you got, you better give it to me right now. And I was like yelling at her and she made her way over the top. And as she climbed over the top, I grabbed her and I pulled her down and she jumps up and literally we took off and we started running downhill because I thought that the median wall was going to descend. So at that point, there's maybe somewhere where we can go. I didn't realize that that was actually the worst spot to go because that's where all the water is because the median wall descended down. So it's just like, it was a river. So we were stuck. So I'm like, fuck. All right. I turn around and we start walking back up the highway. So now imagine this, like the highway is literally all clear on one side. It's just rain. The other side is full of water and mud and cars and people that are stuck. Crazy. So I'm like, okay, like, what do we do? So I start walking up the hill and it's starting to hail like hard. Like it actually hurt my skin. Like it was coming down. I had to give her like my arms to try and block her. I mean, it was just coming down. I'm like, fuck, we got to get in a car right now. We're going to hyperventilate. Like it was like 30 to 40 degrees, like crazy temperatures to hatch people snow. So this was like Mm -hmm. not just some rain. It was actually very cold. And I started looking around and I see all these different truckers that are like out and they're looking and you know, again, talking about my dad, I'm just like, fuck that. I'm not getting in that rig. No way. I don't know that guy. Like, fuck that, dude. I don't know what's going to go down. Like, you know, people do some weird shit when they're in weird a crisis situation. state. Yeah. If they're like thinking it's the last fucking day, like who fucking knows, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. So I'm looking at these different truckers. I'm like analyzing. I'm like, which one am I going to get in? I'm like, nope, not him, not him. We go up and there's this big bus and there's tons of people in the bus. 
And I'm looking at them I'm like, let us in, let us in, let us in. I'm like, roll the window down. We're going to jump in. We're going to jump in. And they're just like, no, no, no. And I was just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck. And I'm like, fuck. And I literally walk up a little further up and there's this ass end car and he's like canoeing and I see it and I look up and I put my hands up and I look and this guy is sitting in this car with his hands on the wheel and he's just sitting there like stuck. And I'm like, hey, hey, hey. And he's just, he's, he's in shock. Yeah. This dude's in shock. fully in shock. Wow. And I literally yell at him. I get him to look back. I said, I'm coming in your car right now. Roll the window down or I will break it. And he looks at me and he just didn't keep his eyes off me. He just hits it. The win <laughs> window, window comes down. And I'm just like, yep. And I fucking jump up. I'm like, here we go. Let's go. We're getting in. Come on right now. She jumps up. She slides in. I slide in. We're now in some random guy's car. The floorboards are completely full of water up to my shins. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, my, my mind is racing. Uh, he's, he's panting. He's just like, I can't believe this. And my ex is panting. She's like, what are we going to do? And I just was like, you know what? We're not going to do anything. Yeah. This is what we got to deal with right now. It's chilling. And I pulled out my phone and I called my dad and I had service and I called him and I said, Hey dad, long story short, it's hard for me to talk about I'm it. I'm not going to fucking believe what happened. No, no. I just said, Hey, I, I love you, but I'm, I'm going to go right now. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, Hey, this is it. I'm stuck in a mudslide. I'm in a random guy's car. We're not going to make it. The wall's going to break. I love you. Uh, it was like it was it and he's like he doesn't know where you're at he, he was he was at sushi with like all my dad's homies they're drinking sake life's good and then he he knew anymore. he knew and it was like a whole different demeanor yeah and i said hey i love you gotta go click hung up call my mom i said hey same thing i love you this is it thank you she's like i'm gonna send a helicopter <laughs> i said mom there's no time this is it it's all i got Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, while I'm telling my mom and dad bye, she is freaking the fuck out now. Now she's like seeing me in a different state. I mean, whatever. She's, <laughs> she's seeing me like, tell my parents goodbye. And she's just oh, like, please don't say that. Don't say that. We're going to be okay. Like freaking out. I'm like, nope. This wall's going to break. This car is going to shoot through. And we're going to fucking get buried alive right now. And I was okay with that because I got to tell my mom and dad bye. Yeah. I just said, thank you. Thank you. So we sit there for a while and nothing happens i'm like waiting for this wall to break i'm like it's gonna break you know like it's full of water and mud and cars and pressure like it's gonna break and Designed for that shit. we were there for about four hours and literally the storm from like about four hours into the storm finally started to calm down a little bit so it stopped raining the sun kind of came out and we're just wet dude like we have nothing my car's gone right so we're sitting there and now all of a sudden the sun came out and then it starts the sun sets. So I'm like, all right, like we're, we're in for a night. We're stuck. So the sun's starting to set. It's starting to get cold. Now the windows in the car would not all go up because the car obviously was dead. Yeah. So we got some windows that are down and now it's getting cold. My chick at the time was so exhausted that she fell asleep and pissed her pants. Literally she peed. Like I heard, like she pissed. She had nowhere to go. I was gonna say, where's she gonna go? She nowhere, anyway. nowhere, dude. It was, it was like that. So she, she literally is sitting in urine. She's freezing. 
I'm sitting there and I'm just like amped and, uh, night comes, it gets extremely cold. It's like 35 degrees. We're in wet clothes and we're shaking, you know, I'm trying to keep it chill. She falls asleep. So I'm just like, fuck man. Like she's out. The guy in front of me was, I don't know. He was just not talking at all. And I started to hear this movement on the other side of the highway people walking. I saw some flashlights. I'm like, okay, like there's people moving around right now. And then all of a sudden, like I started like hearing like, you know, people talking and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, motherfuckers are stealing shit right now. So that was my intuition was like, people are going to start stealing stuff now. So I had this thought where I was like, you know what? I am going to find my car right now. I don't know where it's at, but I'm going to go get it. <laughs> I don't know. And I had that thought. And literally like, I don't know when, when you have adrenaline and you're certain it's, it's good to go. Like whatever chance you got, it's going to be fucking a full rubber band back because you're hyped up and you're confident. So I was like, yo, I'm going to go get my car. And I go to leave. As soon as I go to leave, she just starts freaking the fuck out. She's just like, no, you cannot leave. Like, don't leave me. I said, you stay right here and I will be back. You do not move. Like I will be back. And she just looked at me. I got out of the car. I jumped on the other side of the freeway. I'm soaked. It's fucking cold, man. And I'm just looking around and there's just people, you know, flashlights, a lot of like uh, people are talking Spanish. Like there's just all this shit going on. You know, I'm just like, what am, what am I going to do right now? There's so, no cops or nothing. No firemen, no nothing yet. We're buried into a mountain. No one could even get us out. Damn. You couldn't even have like one anyone come and like save us. Like if someone was dying, like they're dead. So I go about 40 yards uh, down into that whole area where we kind of lost the car and I go 40 yards down and there was this guy and he was just like, had this light. And I just knew to ask him, I was like, Hey, do you mind shining your light over there? And he like pitched his light over and he's like, kind of like fanning it. And I saw the front hood of my Lexus. It was two weeks old. Like I, <laughs> I knew, I knew that color. I know that color. I was like, that's it. And I was like, all right, thanks. And he, he walked away. So you got me sitting here. My car is about 30 yards into the mud. And then you have one of my exes freezing somewhat to death, freezing. And I'm right here. I'm like, okay, like big boy time. So I hop over the wall. I get in the mud. It goes up to about my chest torso. And I'm like, all right, like you need to go fast. So as soon as I started to go, every bit of air that was within that packing of the mud are like pockets. So you like step and, go, and it'll pull. So like, as you go in, you could literally get fucking buried. Oh, you get killed. Yeah. You can get killed. Like there can be a tree that you just pressured a certain way and it rolls everything. You know yeah. I mean? It's very loose and sketch. So as soon as I go, I'm like GI Joe, I fucking climb. I'm tearing. I'm like, if I get caught in this, I'm dead right now. And I get to the car I claw my way up. I get on it. The lights are still on somewhat inside the car. Oh, my shit. my window was halfway down, or excuse me, was all the way down from when I originally had bailed from the car. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to worry about that. So the, the window is down. I go and I slide in and I hit the trunk. So it goes boom. And I go back. I climb over the car. The whole back of the car is bashed in, like fully bashed in, fucking, fucking fully just ran into like a semi. Everything was... All the eaten up, crunching, together. crunched. So I go to open it and it wouldn't fucking open. It was just bent. Yeah. 
So I had to sit there and I just got my palm and I was fucking hitting it, hitting it. And boom, finally I hit it and woof, it rolled up. Nice. And it was just like, God, dude, the light was on and there was our luggage. I was just like, there it is. That's what I needed. I literally grabbed it like I was robbing a bank. I threw it over my shoulder and I fucking G.I. Joe'd it the same way out. I get back to the wall. I climb over. I am just like, fuck yeah, dude. I run back. I get her. I'm like, hey, I'm like, get out. She, <laughs> she comes out. We literally stand on the highway. The moon's out. It's fucking cold. Like, <laughs> like two in the morning it's in the mountains. Bro. Like stripping and getting warm yep. clothes on. Yeah, but that's yes, right away. Yep. I looked at her. I said, well, you take your clothes off, off now. Yeah. I said, put on these clothes right now. Literally, me and her, we both change, fucking throw on different sweats, outfits. Oh, better already. And we literally just sat yeah, there and I put my back to the wall and I was just looking at that moon. And I was just like, fuck, like this is close. Like no one will ever believe us. This was back in 2015. So I wasn't even active on Instagram. Like, like stories weren't even a thing back then. You know, so this whole experience was, in my opinion, I thought, um, non-recorded. So we sat there, we started getting word that they were bringing in tractors from really all over town and they were undigging everybody out like full on fucking tractors. They had to dig from both sides and get to everyone as they could. So it took about three hours of just digging. You know, we're sitting there. I started talking with the guy a little bit and he's a fucking boy scout. He had blankets in the back. He didn't tell me until after. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, dude, I'm like, you good? Like, how's it going? And he's just like, yeah, man, like I'm boy scout, like 40 uh, year club, blah, blah, blah. He's like, if you guys need blankets, they're in the back. And I'm just like, Blankets? You motherfucking do you, do you remember on Dumb and Dumber when he literally yeah. is like, you had two pairs of gloves, gloves the whole time? He's like, I'm going to kill you, Lloyd. And he freaked I'm the fuck out. Kill you. Yeah. I was just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, Jesus, you know? So we get some blankets and shit. Like, we're, we're kind of chilling right now. Now yeah. we're like, okay. Like, the wall didn't break. Yeah, People, just grateful as fuck at this point. So grateful, just man. Be fucking in dry clothes. Yeah. Have a blanket. Yep. No longer be on fucking death's door holy crap yeah and uh so we're sitting there and everyone's starting to kind of somewhat closer to us get unburied so as we're starting to see tractors get closer i'm like hey we're out like i don't give a fuck we're, we're in their party now like we're leaving right now i'm not staying here i don't care so we we get out and we walk up and you know there was a big group of people and we all got to get on a school bus and red cross had flipped a coin and turned a gymnasium into a center within like an hour and there was you know tons of tables food water um you know like coffee um all kinds of just you know condiments Crazy. and we walk in and i'm like fuck like okay you know there's like 60 cots laid out in the middle of the gym. And as we all go in there, like people are just so exhausted that they're asleep. Just hitting a cot. Well. I am just fucking wired. Like I am not going to bed. I am like awake. I get, you know, me and my ex to a certain spot and she lays down. I'm like, just chill. Like you're good. So she lays down and she's chilling and I'm just sitting there thinking about what just happened. And I noticed this Mexican woman in the stands and she was like eyeing me. And, you know, I just looked at her and kind of looked away, but I could feel her looking at me. So I was just like, all right, like whatever, you know, and it was like six minutes and she's still looking at me and I'm just like, I look at her and 
just kind of smile, whatever. And I put my head down and all of a sudden these feet walk up to me. She's just like, you're that guy that saved that girl. And I was like, what? She's like, you're that guy. You saved that girl. And I was just like, you saw the whole thing. How did you know that? She's like, I don't only know it. I have it on film. No. I said, bullshit. Loud. I said, bullshit. And she just looks at me. She's like, I have it on film. And I was like, show me right now. She pulls out this fucking weird ass fucking phone. This was like a flip phone, like this weird Nokia thing. Like I was just like, I don't even know what it was, dude. And she pulls it out. Fucking sidekick that flip out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember those? <laughs> she uh she pulled it out and full on had a video of my ex in the water as I'm grabbing her and pull her out. Boom. And then we ran away. She got all that on film. Is that wow. the video that you posted oh. that I saw? I was like, yeah. what the fuck, Tori? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one. Dude, I didn't I'd never heard of the story. And I saw the video. I'm like, what the fuck was that? People died. I thought it was right oh, then. Oh, oh yeah. No, people fully died. So think of it like this. Like, take take the flash flood warnings very seriously when you get them on your phone. Don't overlook them. Because when those heavy rains come and that water just breaches the top, that's what creates that landslide. So when you're stuck in that slide, for me, the last thing I was going to do is get trapped in there because you're either going to get buried alive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what the windows break, you're buried, you're done. Yeah. Or you don't break the window and you get buried and then you run out of fucking oxygen. Mm -hmm. So either it's one. like one way or the other.
because of yeah. you helping us. So yeah. we appreciate that. And yeah, and like fuck I cancer, said, by the way, fuck cancer. exactly. Fuck, 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 fuck cancer. cancer for life. And I want to just shout out Jordan for intertwining this too. That's right, J-Bone. you know, J Bone. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so pumped that you know he got to really just intertwine this whole thing because I remember the day that I spoke to Elvis. I remember this day right now because this is even a bigger piece to this puzzle but the beautiful part about this is you know we help one we help two we help three four five now we're here so i just want to thank both you guys honestly for stepping into this um you know this unknown space because it takes a lot to be um powered and proud of water and the benefits of water a lot of people they don't want to speak out because it's not something that they're comfortable doing Mm -hmm. So I just want to, you know, give you guys camaraderie to the fact that you guys are down to chop this up in your shop because, you know, for me, I feel, of course, like water's relevant in any space, any space. And in a tattoo shop, I have yet to see anyone make this change yet. I've yet to see a K8 in the up VIP room where really you're not only getting, you know, dope ass work, you're getting the right water and... If someone wants to know more about that, you actually have the tools to teach them. And it's not just something that you're trying to put on them yeah. because what we do is we educate and through education and learning, you know, we're, we're changing the, the dynamic of what this planet is and what we've all gimmicked to think is real, which is buying plastic water. Like some, someone out there one day literally just said, Hey, let's bottle the shit. Let's make it easier for a customer. But now let's downgrade, you know, the actual product of what it is. You know, we're here to spread the value that not all water is created equal. The moment that you figure that out, the moment you figure out your own life, because you learn that, you know, you could have a $6,000 Louis bag, but if you got that bottled water with you, you're still doing yourself a disservice and you're not even bougie enough to think that you could say you're bougie because this is for like people who care and they're, you know, we're bougie with it. We drink out of glass. Like, (laughs) so thank you guys. Thank you, Elvis. Thank you, Joey. Thank you guys for everything. We'll be seeing you guys soon.